Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to the Landry Football Podcast Network. This is SEC Football and Beyond. And what a week it was. Uh, and we've got so much to get uh, uh, caught up on and and kind of analyze for you here. Uh, what a weekend uh, led off by the Tennessee-Alabama game. We're going to get into that game in depth. What a uh, colossal matchup. It did not disappoint me in terms of excitement. We're going to get into it. Why did it happen? What are the problems, you know, for Alabama? Are there really big problems? Are there things that are correctable? Uh, is this much like Alabama of previous years where they've struggled and then managed to still get there because they still have the path to get to the playoffs in the national championship game. Are they good enough to do it? Uh, they're not good enough right now. Were they good enough last year at this time? A lot of things. What about Tennessee? How good are they? Um, is it sustainable? How will they match up in a couple of weeks against Kentucky, then Georgia? A lot of things to get to. Georgia, meanwhile, uh, rolls by Vanderbilt. No problem there. Stetson Bennett leading the way. Uh, Ole Miss and Auburn combined for 749 yards in a wild 48-34 win. Auburn played really hard. Ole Miss, um, you know, uh, defensively uh, did not play their best game. A a pair of first-half turnovers led directly to touchdowns for Ole Miss and throwing a well-timed onside kick. And, you know, who knows? I mean, this this game could have been, you know, uh, different in that that's one of the reasons that separates teams that are winning and are playing well. They're doing the little things. And Ole Miss didn't really uh, outman or exploit Auburn. They did Auburn's defense. But, you know, this wasn't uh, an overly impressive game. But what was impressive is that they were able to get it done. Three Rebels. Uh, Quinton Judkins, Zach Evans, and Jackson Dart crossed the 100-yard rushing barrier. So um, we'll see what happens. It looks like that Brian Harson will likely keep his job to the end of the year. It's a bye week. If they were going to make a move in season, you'd think they would have done it with the bye week as they've got um, a bye week this week and then Arkansas. Will Levis returned and made a huge difference for Kentucky in their 27-17 victory over Mississippi State. And um, Levis finished the day with 17 for 23 yards, 230 yards and a touchdown. And a usually explosive Bulldog offense was stymied, held to just 222 yards. Forced fewest uh, Mississippi State is managed in the Mike Leach era. They don't get it done against Kentucky because Kentucky does a great job with defensive scheme and Mike doesn't do a good job of adjusting. He, he can't adjust protections. 
He has no involvement or interest in what they're doing up front in protection. And so when he comes in, he sees his world and his simple view and does not understand the complete concept of um, how things need to work for allow things in the passing game to work. We'll get into more of that in a second. Uh, it happened again against uh, LSU. LSU, speaking of them, hit their offensive stride. What put up 45 points in the swamp to beat Florida. Jaden Daniels was outstanding, throwing for 349 yards and a trio of touchdowns. K.J. Jefferson returned for Arkansas and made a big difference as they really moved the football very effectively against BYU for a 52-35 road victory. Uh, he had 367 passing yards, five touchdowns. They're four and three. So let's get into the matchups. I'm gonna gonna talk a little bit about the teams team by team and kind of how um how things are playing out. We'll kind of go from um kind of take a look at how we stack the teams a little bit, but how they looked um in some of the brief uh I uh, notes and nuggets from the film room and things that I unearthed there. A reminder you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on uh, all of these teams, all of these games, every conference over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check that out today. Take advantage of the football season sale. Um, and uh, also, again, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. So if you look at um, – I'm going to start with Vanderbilt. We'll kind of get and work our way up there. Um, Vanderbilt has got um, a trip to Missouri. It's a pivotal game coming up. Vanderbilt has not beaten a league uh, opponent in several seasons, and Vanderbilt took a notable step back over its last three games against nationally ranked competition. They did not fare well. They didn't muster anything against Georgia at all. Yeah, Georgia's good. Um, A.J. Swan has did two touchdown passes, and it's three starts against SEC teams, and this is another, another task. But, you know, this Missouri team, Played well. Comparative games, comparative scores are not where you want to go all the time. But this Missouri team, as we know, played Georgia well. How much of that was a little bit of a different look, a little bit better defensive play. Look, Missouri is better than Vanderbilt. They have more talent. They have talent on the defensive front. Vanderbilt might have a hard time blocking. And I think this is a pivotal game for both. Because for Vanderbilt at three and four, they're trying to sell improvement. Their wins are against some of the weakest teams in college football. And they have been non-competitive in any game against any team with a pulse. And they're 0-3 in the league, as we mentioned. Missouri, though, has a lot of pressure because they've not, they're 0-3 in the league as well. They're two and four overall. They've lost three straight, one score games against SEC competition. And this is a must win. I mean, this is a game that Eli Drinkwich um, is going to have a lot, of, lot more difficult um, explaining a loss to a team like Vanderbilt. He's not made excuses for the faulty execution offensively. He's responsible for the offense. He's the guy. And, you know, you've got um, – it seems like the locker room is still in control. It's a get-right game for Missouri. If they don't get right, 
against a Commodore team that's given up more than 50 points in each of the past three games, you're going to have a real problem here. So it's it's maybe more, in my view, more pivotal for Eli Drinkwitz in Missouri. This is a game you have to win because against who you're playing. For Vanderbilt, it'll look bad if they get beat, say, handedly. But losing is kind of expected here for Vanderbilt, even against Missouri. Auburn, you know, they are playing hard. Um, but they, you know, defensively against the run was very disappointing. I, I, I know that Ole Miss runs the football well. They've got a good scheme. They time it up. They get you misaligned. A lot of eye violations to the defensive front that they create. Uh, but it's three consecutive games now that Auburn's been pounded at the line of scrimmage. Um, Rebels did it for 448 yards, 179 on the ground, two scores um, um, uh, from Tank Bigsby was not enough. Um, But they had 448 yards, and Auburn was able to get 179. Now, this is an Auburn team that you would think would be able to run the football and run it particularly well on Ole Miss, and they couldn't get it done. Now, I think Robbie Ashford has injected a little bit of the life into the offense. But defensively, this is where you would think their strength would be, being able to hold up, step up. And, look, they they played competitively and have every, had uh, every chance to, uh, to beat LSU. And you see LSU getting better. And, and I see improvements with Auburn, but not enough to make a real difference in where the future is going. That die has been cast. But I will make this comment, knowing, and you know everybody in that building knows that a change is coming. Still haven't quit on the coach, playing hard for the coach. They may not be playing well, but you know what? I don't see the quit in it, which is a pot. It's a real statement considering the disaster that is that program that Brian is, you know, not, not letting him off the hook. He doesn't recruit well enough. It's why it wasn't a good fit to begin with. You've got to recruit at a higher level and coach at a high level. And Brian wasn't a fit there. But he also wasn't given the support internally that you would like to see every coach get. Florida, it's definitely inconsistent play by the Gators. I think that, um, you know, they dropped to one and three after losing to LSU. and, and, And they just defensively didn't have any answer for LSU's passing game. And it, it's kind of a wonder as we go into LSU Ole Miss this week, how much of that is an improvement by LSU, and it is. But, boy, Florida didn't do a very good job of, of getting anything done. They've been poor all year on third down defensively. They ranked 12th in the league in total defense to the Gators after seven games last in third down percentage. I mean, when you can stay on the field, you can't get off the field on third down, and you can stay on the field on third downs. That is so critical. And they just can't get off the field. And it puts a lot of pressure on Anthony Richardson to make plays. It's just a team that is lacking the personnel to do anything in in a sustainable form on either side of the ball. Outside of a really athletic quarterback, they don't have a lot of answers. I think there are more answers at LSU right now. Um, But I also think they're doing a – a pretty good job of getting better. Now, LSU's having their issues, two more in them in a second. 
special teams mistakes or what have you um, that are that keep jumping up. So this was a game that told us a little bit about where the programs are in the first year. Everyone's going to overreact as they always do in the first year, but there's no question that Brian has a little bit more to work with than, than Billy, but he's also doing a better job of getting the team to get better and better. It looked like Florida played their best game against Utah and played pretty well and pretty competitively against Tennessee. But since then they're not getting better, which is a little bit concerning. South Carolina, look, they're four and two. They're one and two uh, in the conference. Um, Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. Laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, I think Florida's better. I think we're going to see that when, when uh, they play on November 12th, but we'll, we'll see. Um, it's certainly a winnable game for South Carolina, but I think, again, people are getting overly excited about South Carolina. I think it was a good win over Kentucky. I said that last week on last week's show. I, I don't think it happens without Will Levis. It did happen, okay? So just forget it. I, I don't know that this means that, can, that South Carolina is on to something special. We'll see. Uh, that was a good win, though. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see against A&M. Um, how this plays out. This is a um, two teams that are struggling in, in, I think in the eyes of their fan bases, a pivotal game bigger for Texas A&M, at least for me, it is because A&M, you know, has, and here's the thing about the overall talent. Yeah, they have more overall talent, but one of the things that people get misguided about is they look at these recruiting rankings and make assumptions on them that are false. How many players are still there? And, and do you have deficiencies in areas? If you don't have quarterback, if you know, if you're looking at Tennessee and Alabama and we'll get into that, who has the better receivers? Well, Tennessee does. So where's this ranking? It's, there's a lot of that stuff that's very misleading. I think that South Carolina has been inconsistent at quarterback, but has some potential to break out on a given game. Uh, AM, which version of AM is going to show up? Um, it, it, it was fortunate to beat Arkansas. It fought Alabama wire to wire. I mean, AM, these are the type of games you should win, but, you know, are you going to play your best game? Um, you leave it all on the field against Alabama and a loss and play poorly the rest of the stretch. 
it's going to be an interesting game. I think this is going to be a lot of fun because the loser, if it's AM, it's going to get real negative. Now, for South Carolina, I still think that's more in line what I expect South Carolina to be this year's team anyway. So not as surprising. So I think the pressure is on AM there. Arkansas injuries. It's certainly affected this Arkansas team. And it's another example of a team that's well-coached, that everyone has bragged on, and rightly so. The coaching staff, um, Sam Pittman, he hadn't forgot how to coach. He's one and three in the league, four and three overall. It's about players. It's about good coaching of good players. And they're not the same team. And developmental programs have a harder time replacing injured guys because it takes longer to develop them and get them acclimated. Uh, with KJ Jefferson's return, um, it makes them a different team. Uh, it makes them more explosive. Depth is a concern with them, but I'm curious to see how they're going to finish the rest of the way as they've got, uh, you know, Auburn at the 29th. They've got a bye week this week. Then they've got Liberty and LSU, Ole Miss, Missouri. It's going to be an interesting end of the season. Mississippi State, we talked a little bit about this. I want to talk about it, go over it a little bit again. Three-game winning streak. It was ended by Kentucky uh, after the Wildcats did a really good job of dropping guys in coverage, giving them some false looks pre-snap like LSU did, and it thwarted Mississippi State's plans. They get dominated at the line of scrimmage. They, the lack of a rushing attack. They didn't have the football enough. And Mike, Mike Leach talked about that. But you've got to be able to have enough balance to sustain the football. They were goaded into throwing to certain routes, and they didn't run the football. Look, Mississippi State, I thought, took a step forward with a little bit more commitment to run the football. And it balanced things out. And they didn't have a rushing attack. Now they didn't have they didn't have as many snaps, so that's a big part of it. But we've got, and when you don't have as many snaps, just so you understand, you're more geared to have to want to take chances in the passing game. So does Mike. But Mike is also one that, as I mentioned at the top of the show, is not concerned or in full understanding of protection schemes, and so. You know, you it's where you have to have not a narrow vision of coaching, but you have to have a big picture view. And and Mike just just completely is lost in the big picture of offensive football because he doesn't understand protections. He goes in with his scheme and he teaches his scheme as good as anybody teaches their scheme, but he doesn't know how to attack opponents. He doesn't know how to adjust what he does. And so the protections become a problem. And you, it doesn't matter how well the quarterback can throw it and the receivers can run it. If protection's not there, it never gets on the ground. And if you're not going to be willing to run the football, you're going to have a problem. And, yes, it's a chicken-egg thing. If you don't have the ball enough, you can't do enough with it to be successful. So, therefore, you need to understand that you've got to do a really good job of – modifying what you do when people will throw a monkey wrench into it defensively against you. And they couldn't do it. I mean, it was, uh, they go to Alabama and they don't play well against Alabama. 
this offense doesn't work well against Alabama's defense. Uh, Alabama will be hopping mad, so it'll be a tough little stretch here. Is They've got, um, after Alabama, they've got um, Auburn, which is winnable, Georgia, which is not, uh, East Tennessee State is a win, and then, you know, the, the big important game, Ole Miss. That job is big on you better beat your rival, and Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin has the better um, of him. So you're going to have now a um, a two-game losing streak. Then it's going to be three out of four, and then five out of seven games. Probably five out of the last seven games are going to lose. So at five and two, we're looking at them being um, three, four, five losses more than likely. Um, that's not going to go well. And two and um, or you know uh, would be uh, a win against um, say Auburn. Let's say that's you know three and and five and. Uh, you know, seven and five overall is going to be a disappointment for a team that really looked like it had the talent um, to go out and beat the likes of an LSU um, to, to beat a Kentucky this year. Um, and, you know, they're, they're going to fall short of that. Kentucky, uh, look, they were, they were on the brink too. And part of what we talked about with Kentucky is you see they're, Evolvement in an offense. They have been a really good running team in the past. They're reliant more on the quarterback play now and the receivers and the big play ability. But um, they did a good job against State. The return of Will Levis was was a big. It, it, it was the difference. I, again, I think they um, they probably beat South Carolina the week before with Will Levis, didn't have him, so be it. Chris Rodriguez destroyed Mississippi State up front. If they can run the football well, continue to do that, um, to slow down the pass rush, Kentucky has a chance um, to finish the season pretty strong as long as Will Levis stays healthy. If you look at it, um, they've got a bye week. They go to Knoxville. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
and I know Kentucky never beats Tennessee, they say. You know, it's rare to happen. It's about as rare as Tennessee beating Alabama. Let that sink in. If they can run the football, if they get healthy, they can score points on Tennessee, they can run the football on Tennessee, and they've got a defense that will not stop Tennessee, but they could give them some looks that could be problematic. I don't know that I like them going on the road to beat Tennessee, but that game might be more competitive, as people might think. LSU, uh, as I mentioned, they hit its stride. To, you know, start seem to be hitting the stride. Um, they, I think, figured some things out against Florida. I'm curious to see as they go forward here against Ole Miss, how does this play out? I think this game is pivotal for this reason. It will, I mean, they're five and two, and we said it last week. Five and two, four and three is is completely different for an LSU Florida victor and loser. They're three and one in the league. We know they lost to Tennessee. We know what that looks like. We know there's the loss to Florida State at the beginning of the year. That's a long time ago, and they've kind of figured some things out since, particularly in the passing game. And it looked like Kayshawn Booty was, you know, engaged, which is big. Uh, it looks like they've worked hard to engage him. Again, patience, which nobody has. Getting some things figured out in this passing game makes a guy like Kayshawn Butte healthy, uh, happy to get the football. And I thought he did a very good job. Um, you got Ole Miss and Alabama. This can quickly turn around into, you know, you lose and you you lose to Ole Miss. Uh, you got Alabama in a couple of weeks, and that could be a problem. You go to AM, you know, that's a game, too, that's going to be intriguing in the middle of it. So, um, uh, excuse me, um, uh, they've got the Ole Miss, they've got Alabama, and then they've got uh, Arkansas, UAB, and then AM. So the next two weeks are going to be pivotal. I think Arkansas and AM are doable, and they got UAB, but these next two games, and in particular this one. It's going to be difficult for them to beat Alabama, and I don't think that's going to be the expectation. There's going to be an expectation for LSU to beat Ole Miss at home, Uh, whether it's uh, realistic or not, whether it's justified or not, I should say. It's realistic, but is it justified? Uh, This is an Ole Miss team that's playing well. I think Ole Miss is going to get challenged defensively by this LSU defense, and I think it's going to be up to LSU's offense. If they can piggyback off of what they did against Florida. And again, success in anything is not a continuum. They've got to build off of that. I think you can uh, move the football against uh, Ole Miss. I think they can run it against Ole Miss. I think they can have success throwing it. I think it's going to be key in being able to stop the run. Uh, that's Matt House's job is to slow down the run game and force Ole Miss to beat you through the air. Uh, Ole Miss, um, Quinchon Judkins is outstanding. He's been great all year long. It's the running game. It's one of three unbeatens left in the SEC. But uh, it's they've also not played a Tennessee. They've you know uh, they've not played a, that tough of a schedule. It's big. Uh, it's big for Ole Miss. It keeps them in the conversation. Air quotes um, as they go and play Alabama. But I, I still think that this is a more about Ole Miss, LSU, 
And I think these teams, while not um, similar in terms of style, I do think this is a competitive game, more competitive game than I think Ole Miss Alabama will be. A lot of discussion about Alabama, so I want to get into them a little bit um, in this game. You know, it is there are a few things, and so I'm not going to be able to hit on everything, but a couple of things that um, that's pretty obvious. This Alabama team is undisciplined in terms of on-field execution, um, playing their technique, playing assignment football. They're making more mistakes than they normally do. There's a lot more penalties than normal. Those things cost you games, even if you're big, bad Alabama. And it's killing. Well, why is that? Why is it now when it hasn't been this bad in the past? That's a tougher thing to answer. I think that there's a couple of things that jump out. Alabama's still very talented, okay? They, they don't um, – they're not lacking in terms of talent to compete on a big time level. But what they are lacking is talent relative to what they have been at times in the past. For example, their offensive line in their secondary is not as good as some of the Alabama's offensive line in secondary has been. So when they've maybe underachieved in those years, they still were able to win in some cases win more decisively. So, all is great uh, at home is the kind of the theory that folks have. <clears throat> well, when you're not as you don't have as much of a decided advantage, well, why aren't you not as good? Well, the reason they're not as good in, in, is because they're not as good in those areas. But why are they not good in those areas? Well, because they make too many mistakes. Why do they make too many mistakes? Well, some of those guys struggle in certain situations in certain moments. I don't think there's enough credit going to say what a Tennessee is doing. You know, people will talk and ask me a lot about, well, why does Alabama struggle with up-tempo teams? Well, they struggle with some up-tempo teams that have really good talent. Utah State runs a very similar system to Tennessee. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. They didn't have a problem with them. Why the talent level is not as good. Tennessee has got a really good quarterback. They've got really good receivers. And they have an offense that creates a lot of conflict of assignment defensively. So in essence, you've got to make a decision. You're going to cover A, you're going to cover B because you can't cover both. And you've got to make some hard decisions. And when you have any hesitation or doubt. Guys that are like at Tennessee can exploit it more than other people. With that said, it wasn't like Tennessee dominated Alabama. Oh, they scored 52 points. And that was a humbling experience for Alabama defensively. 
There's no question about that. And there is every bit of credit that should go to Tennessee for what they were able to do and exploiting that. One of the things that I saw that was very good schematically in this game was how Tennessee was able to work the running game and work the blockers in the run game at receiver out wide. And then it forced Alabama's defenders, the safeties, to retreat down closer into the box. And when they did that, then you'd run a split right with the, with Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt coming right down, splitting those guys, and there's nobody over the top to help the corner. It, you have to make a decision. And when you're able to do things pretty effectively and you can work tempo and you've got guys that are not as disciplined in their assignment because maybe they're not as you know diligent learning, maybe they're not as experienced, they haven't heard it enough or seen it enough. Those are little things that can creep in that just little things that can be the cracks that can cause the leak and cause the problem. With that said, there was every opportunity for Alabama to win the game. They didn't get it done, so no excuses. But you can't make as many. If you just play your technique better, if you just play your assignment better, that's the key. Fans, because fans have more passion than they have intelligence on football, tend to throw things up. Well, the officiating cost the game. Folks, breaking down the tape, there's always, and, and I'm specifically in this game, Yes, there were some calls that I didn't think were the best calls in the officials, but there was mistakes both ways. If you have a large disparity, like I think 17 to 5 penalties, people point to the officials. No, no, no. You point to a team with the 17 penalties. Because I'm going to tell you, Alabama played sloppy and deserved the, the majority of those penalties. So if you play a cleaner game, you play a smarter game, probably come out with a win there. You didn't get it done. And now why did you make more mistakes? Well, they made mistakes against Texas. They made mistakes against AM. So a lot of that's on Alabama and their inability to fix currently what they have going on. It's just that Tennessee was in a better position than Texas and Texas AM to exploit it. And they did it. It was the biggest win in more than a decade for the Vols. And now it gets bigger. As I said, they've got Tennessee Martin, which is kind of a half by. They're fortunate that they've got this game to kind of recover. So they're going to win the game regardless of how they play. But they're going to have to face a Kentucky team that it's now the pressure is on you, Tennessee. You're going to get to face what a, a Georgia and an Alabama gets the face, or Ohio State or whatever, Clemson gets the face, you're now the favorite. You're now expected to do great things. Now it's an overreaching thought of, well, they're going to the SEC championship, and they're going to the national playoffs, and it's all of this. Look, if they continue to play the way they are playing, they have a chance to be a factor but there's still flaws on the team and there's still um, areas in which they need to get better. I, I think that they match up well against some teams better than others. And I'm curious to see how they finish the rest of the season. I'm curious to see how they play against Kentucky and Georgia. 
Kentucky first because that's the order of the schedule. I think they're they're good enough to win the game, but it could be more challenging <coughs> for the Vol defense than might people might expect. Georgia, an interesting and a different dynamic. They're going to have to play those two teams, different styles in some ways, with different strengths. So they're going to have to play those two teams back to back. And we'll see how good they are. And we'll see whether they're able to finish this deal. There are a lot of people and a lot of teams that can win a big game. But can you back it up and sustain it over the long haul? We'll see. It, it's shaping up like a magical year for Tennessee. Some people even are comparing it to 2019 LSU. We'll see if they can finish that. You know, that is a difficult comparison because we can look at 2019 LSU and say how great it was. But look at how much better LSU got as the season went along. Okay, look at how they went from beating Texas compared to the the matchup between Alabama back and forth to the beatdown of Clemson and Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma and then Clemson. That, that, that we'll see if Tennessee can take it up another notch or two. And if they can, we'll, we'll, we'll We'll go along and, and kind of see where this this leads. Georgia um, is kind of steadying. They are taking care of their business against weak opponents. Um, they still have to play, you know, three ranked teams down the stretch. They're going to have Tennessee at home. Um, you know, they're they're in really good shape. They're you know, they're in really good shape. A good looking team with a lot of balance. It'd be uh, interested to to see how they finish off the season. Obviously, um, they've got Florida. Uh, they've got a bye week this week. They've got Florida, which is going to be an interesting game, but certainly one that will get their attention. Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, some really good teams that they've got to play. But I think that people will start to respect Georgia more and more as they handle and maybe go through those teams one by one. We'll see. Uh Top performances, game balls. I got to go with Jane Daniels of LSU, Jalen Hyatt of Tennessee, KJ Jefferson of Arkansas, Hendon Hooker uh, of uh, Tennessee, uh, Bryce Young, Chris Rodriguez, Raheem Sanders of Arkansas, Tank Bigsby had a good game, Jameer Gibbs had a good game, Quishon Judkins. I've talked about him. I thought Jackson uh, Dart played well. Stetson Bennett did a good job. The uh, Matt Landers, a receiver from Arkansas, had a really good game. Zach Evans of Ole Miss. Kayshawn Booty and Josh Williams of LSU all get game balls for me on the offensive side. Defensively, uh, I thought on the losing effort, Nathaniel Watson played pretty well for State on uh, Popo uh, for Auburn. Uh, Micah Baskerville was really good for LSU. Otis Reese, the safety from Ole Miss, did a good job. Hudson Clark playing in the back end in a couple spots for Arkansas at star position, uh, nickel position was really good. DeAndre Square, the linebacker from Kentucky, had a good game. Uh, Jaden Mahoney from Vanderbilt played pretty well in the losing effort. Donovan Kaufman played well at safety for Auburn. Um, the, uh, the Cameron Richardson, Mississippi State corner, did a good job. Uh, wanted to give some note to Trayvon Flowers. Uh, played very well and deserved a lot of credit for, for uh, Tennessee. DeMarco Hellams was really good in the run game. Certainly was uh, exploited in coverage. Um, Ventrell Miller played well for Florida. Uh, Derek Hall and Keontae Scott played well for Auburn. Um, so those are some guys that I thought deserve some game balls. I thought 
George's uh, Jack Podelsky played well, uh, kicked well. Jonathan Cruz of Ole Miss, uh, Anders Carlson, um, and uh, because he had a lot of punts, Matt Haybald of Vanderbilt did a really good job. So um, some of my thoughts overall, uh, curious to see what Arkansas is going to do with K.J. Jefferson the rest of the way. Curious to see how Alabama responds as well as Tennessee coming back. Curious to see Will Levis can stay healthy if Kentucky can take it up another notch. So a lot of things that I'm looking forward to uh, studying and watching the rest of the way. Hey, we're going to have, uh, obviously, as we do on uh, the Thursday edition, we'll have the another edition of SEC Football and Beyond previewing the games of this weekend, tell you specifically what to look for. But a reminder that you can get even more detailed film room breakdowns over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you sign up today, take advantage of the football season. So appreciate you joining us. Sign up for uh, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network as well. Appreciate you joining us. Join us again next time, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.